Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of BB and Budgie's Thursday Night Recce. I'm joined this week by uh, young up-and-coming driver Jordan Grant, who uh, had a bit of a, a rough start to the Brian Green Property Group New Zealand Rally Championship. It, it, to be fair, if we wind the clock back, uh, Jordan, it was a little bit of a rough finish to last year's NZRC as well. Uh, yes, uh, thank you for having me on here tonight, um, BB. It's really cool to be on here. And um, yes, uh, last year didn't finish how we wanted it. And uh, this year didn't start well either. Yeah. Um, I guess if we, I want to wind the clock back. Um, yeah, obviously, Repco Rally New Zealand, unfortunately, a, a reasonably sizable off and a fair bit of damage um, going into the off season. Uh, how hard was that to take? At what point? Did you go, right, we're going to fix this? Or was it always, we're going to fix this? Or, or what were the thoughts sort of in the, um, I guess, once you got over the hangover on the Monday? Because I think we all had a, a reasonably good uh, shindig there. Um, yeah, so rally New Zealand, um, unfortunately, it started off um, not too well for us on the Friday. We had fuel pump issues and we're getting fuel surge. So when the car was going well, we were on pace and I was really happy with our pace. Uh, and then, unfortunately, on uh, Friday last stage, given it a push, uh, snapped an axle. So that sort of wrote us off for the event properly. But um, we got back and we thought we'd rejoin and we had a plan for the fuel pump. And then on Saturday morning, yes, in the uh, first stage of the day, um, <clears throat> we um, I misjudged a corner and got caught out on a bit of clay and uh, nailed a bank and uh, ended up uh, rolling and then end for ending off the um, side of a bank. And, having a bit of a free fall, having a look at the scenery, um, which wasn't too great. And uh, unfortunately, we injured Glenn, and he had to have some long and winded uh, recovery from that. Um, but yeah, the car was um, very marginal where there was going to be a reshell. Um, I always knew I was going to fix it one way or another because I was like, well, I can't just stop here. Um, the itch was needing to be itched already. Um, and so, um, yeah, we knew I had to fix it. And so we just got it back and stripped it down, had a good look at it. And it was so borderline on, man, we'll make another shell here. And, um, but, um, luckily, um, Phil at, um, Nasia panel beating, gave it a bit of a pull, came out not too bad. So we chopped the roof off and, um, uh, fixed the cage and learned some more about cages and, uh, Stitched a new roof on and stitched new other few panels and repaint a few panels and a new door and we got her back to where she was and had some improvements along the way. So um, Summer was uh, flat out doing that and no matter how hard I tried, people didn't have parts and it all got dragged out to the last minute, like motorsport does. Yep. Um, so yeah, it was a massive push from us and the team and everybody that helped me. It was um, really cool to see how many people were. Um, able and willing to help me in repairing my car. Yep. Yeah, so, so talk us through a little bit too about how that affects you going into a new season. Like, obviously, you don't just go, right, round done, put her in the shed to you at, um, at Otago. There's there's a fair bit of work that goes in over the off-season, but I, um, obviously <laughs> there was more work to do over the off-season than, than normal. Um, you know, and, and as you say, things get dragged out. How, how hard is that when you look at your your prep and the way you want to build up to an event like Otago? Oh, it um, affected it massively, really. Um, my fitness took a hit and then just the stress load going into an event like that, um, just you end up a lot tired, more tired, 
and so it was a pretty heavy build-up. So, yeah, not the build-up I wanted to it. Um, managed to get a bit of about two days off before Otago and tried to relax a little bit and just enjoy the weekend. Um, so I had done about you know, 10 or 12 laps in the car at Tech Park before yeah. Otago, so not much. Um, and so the nerves were pretty high on the first stage. Um, kind of been too bad. We came out of there, not too bad. So that was good. Um, and I was really happy with where we were there. Um, lost a bit of rhythm through the day as we went on, but, um, yeah, it, it's, it's still taken a little bit, but, um, we'll, we'll get there and we'll be back on the horse and cars feeling more and more like it was. So that's good. Yeah. Um, it's a great battle that, that, you know, yourself, Dylan Thompson, Jackson Clendon, um, yeah, that whole cat two class has is, is been a fantastic battle the last couple of years. You know, you really stepped up last year um, and, and became a genuine contender on, on speed in that class. How how hard is that to to continue? There's more and more of these rally four cars coming in. You're running the the home build option, the Suzuki, and you guys develop it um, and do a great job. You know, it's fantastic to see that you can still put the, the Kiwi ingenuity into something to try and keep up. Um, I mean, how much more of a challenge is that going to be when like Dylan and, and um, Bryn have their rally four cars arrive as well as Jackson? Um, yeah. So uh, the battle in Cat 2 has been fantastic and the camaraderie is brilliant and I love racing those boys and um, it's been great fun. And yeah, those rally fours, um, yeah, it definitely made um, over the summer a bit harder. It was like, man, just like this thing's this thing's a lot of hard work. But um, it, it will be interesting when um, Bryn gets out on his, and so does Dylan. Um, they'll be fast. Um, I think there's still more speed in us and the Swift, um, yep. as long as I can keep it on the road. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, I, th I think it'll be very interesting. Um, we're disadvantaged in a few places. But um, we'll make up for it where we can, and we'll keep improving the car. Um, I think the Swift can still be competitive to those M Sport cars. Excellent, excellent. So if we go back to Otago, so the first day, great battle. I think you were third um, yeah. overnight. And we go into the, the infamous uh, Berry <laughs> Forest, and, and uh, it's, it's a stage that um, I wouldn't even say you've got a love-hate relationship with. Um, no, 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 just... Uh, I really like that forest. Eh? I just haven't gone very well on it. I just keep finding ditches in a pine tree. Um, yeah. So yeah, that um, I was pretty nervous going into that one, and um, especially when we drove past Dylan, I thought, right, we just need to not do anything stupid, and just go real sort of get out of here, you know. And um, yeah, just down the hill, just made a bit of a mistake, and it just didn't like it, and got offline, and just couldn't get it back, and it was gone, and it was a slow mo into a tree so it was a uh, pretty unfortunate and really not what i wanted to um do to the team and uh do to glenn as well so uh, it was uh, pretty pretty uh, irritating it's a yeah just talk us through though like i mean we saw so many cars off as you say dylan was off um, same corner as as jack hawkswood um, sarah walker the bmx rider talk us through how treacherous was that that bit of road and what made it so tricky um yeah so i guess what made it hard was um 
a bit of difference between us and when the first i don't know what the front of the field had had but when the delay had gone through with stage one um when we got there it was wipers on full speed still sort of a bit of vision impairment um so it was really wet and when you turned onto the forest section of it it was just a grass track and so you would yeah it was racing on grass so it was downhill you were really struggling and um on the corner we went off um i watched Bryn jones come around the corner before um sliding around and struggling and sort of slid off a bit but managed to keep it on the road um so it was pretty hard uh, i think for everybody um and it was just this grass on top of gravel and i think through the second pass it might have been a bit better because it would have actually worn the grass away as we watched people go past the road um actually worn down to a gravel base so it would have improved a bit but yeah when it was raining and uh it was grass and mud it was real slippery it's certainly a sting in the tail that stage when you compare it and i guess how tricky is it too when you go into something like that uh, Obviously, Otago is known for its beautiful flowing roads. You just come out of, you know, like Waipori Gorge with the beautiful camber and the, you know, nice swept road surface that invariably is is in there. How tricky is it to adjust? Um, yeah, well, honestly, I haven't actually had that much experience in forest stages. And obviously, uh, I'm not too good at them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so <laughs> I probably need to adjust better to it. So um, still got some learning to do there. Um, but yeah, it is a big change, especially um, when you're pretty much the rest of your weekend, you're in fourth and fifth and big commitment. And now you're being slow and conservative and trying to just keep it online. Um, you do have to have a really good think about it before you go into the stage and try get yourself in the right mindset and to what the stage is going to throw at you yep um and i guess how useful for for a young driver like yourself who as you say is still learning a lot um to have that experience someone like goldie in the in the passenger seat how much can you draw on that or is it a little bit of you know once you get in there you just you've got the handlebars and um yeah no he is he is really good especially when it comes to the notes and um even spotting some things what the road's got to do and then yeah leading up to it he's telling us what we need to do and that type of stuff so his experience is really valued um there and um but yes once you're in the stage yeah i got the handlebars and um it's sort of up to the driver to um do with what hit the stage he wants to do um obviously damage we don't we don't like to see it um cosmetically didn't look too bad but you're saying basically managed to to just get all the structural bits <laughs> um yeah so when we hit the tree it um switched off and then i couldn't get it restarted and so we were done there and i took the prado quite a bit to pull it out and when we got towed to an intersection i was able to um straighten the radiator and snap a few pieces off that weren't needed and uh hit the ha- hit the starter motor with a hammer and got it going so yes we did drive out but um the tree skimmed the sump guard and went straight down the chaser rail and just gave it a nice old shorten up so um it's going into a panel beater to get a left front corner off the shell that i brought last year <laughs> <laughs> how convenient <laughs> yeah how convenient i had that one on the shelf yeah yeah, yeah. here's one i prepared earlier as all the good tv chefs say but um, yeah <laughs> so i mean what what does that do for obviously 
points-wise, um, it's not a great start. Um, I think that goes without saying. But, you know, you're you're a young fella doing this and, and you yeah, know, you've got some good sponsors, but it's an expensive sport. What, what does it do for you for the rest of the season? Um, so, yeah, it, it was already tight leading up over summer. Um, we're spending a lot of my personal own money on fixing the car. Um, so it has made it uh, really tight. And um, over the next few weeks, we'll still be um, up in the air whether we get to round two or not. Um, so it'll be some big decisions of that. Um, obviously, I've got sponsors and they've been amazing and been awesome and I want to um, show them off as much as I can. But if there isn't enough funds there, well, that's a hard deal to do. Um, so, yeah, we'll be trying our best to um, make it work and get there how we can. But um, it is it is not what I wanted to do and uh, not what we needed. But um, things happen and we'll work through it and see what we come out the other side like. Just one for you as well, just to, to finish up on what we're uh, still working a fair bit on on what the back end of the calendar looks like. We do know uh, the final round will be your your home rally, uh, Rally Bay of Plenty. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to to you know having the national championship come to town and and um, you know onto some roads that you perhaps have done a few times. Um, yeah, it, it'll be really cool to have it in our backyard and um, be racing around where I've sort of grown up. Um, unfortunately, I probably have only done about two of the stages, <laughs> but that, that's all right. Um, I think it'll be really cool to have up here and the roads that are going to be used are just amazing. And um, I think it'll be a really cool rally to finish the year off on. Um, and yeah, I think it'll be a really good finale. Yeah, yeah. I think we're, we're looking forward to, to getting there and it should be a good showdown for, for hopefully a few titles. But um Hey, Jordan, look, thank you so much for, for taking the time to, to join us tonight and um, yeah, all the best with, with hopefully you can rattle a couple of tins and, and we'll see you at Whangarei and, and moving forward because I think yeah, that, that battle's going to be huge amongst you know, so many young, exciting drivers. It's really an exciting, uh, exciting period for the sport moving forward. Yeah, well, thank you very much for having me, BB. Um, more than happy to have a chat and that. It's always good. And, yeah, we'll be trying our best to be there, and it is an exciting battle, and I want to be a part of it and mixing it up with Top Step.